Today on the Collingwood in Collingwood podcast, Chunky revels in the afterglow of the Richmond game. We investigate the disappearance of Braden Sire. We look at sponsorship over the decades and we preview the West Coast game and ask the question, is this the 2019 grand final preview? Looking at Collingwood today, it's hard to imagine that this was one of the toughest suburbs in Melbourne. Dacos and Gaston. He gets a kick. Don't tell me he's kicked back. If I didn't go for Collingwood, I'd hate Collingwood, but um, yeah, no. If I have a magpie tattooed in a certain spot, I wouldn't say it's the biggest magpie getting around. Yeah, out of control brawl outside a Collingwood pub. 60 years ago, it was lined with boot factories. As gritty, grotty suburbs in prime locations turned into trendy hotspots. One's had five bounces. Nearly get another one. Who's the smartest guy on the team? Because you don't have too many to pick from. You've got to go back to Billy Graham at the MCG for an American to dominate like this. The bubbles bursting three decades of grand final wobbles. I still can't believe it. I can. Oh. A weekend order by the club of 288,000 cans to be consumed. I'm more comfortable with myself. It's as close as you'll get to greatness, you peanut. Shut up. Welcome to this week's episode of Collingwood in Collingwood, the Thinking Man's Collingwood podcast, putting the Collingwood back into Collingwood. I'd like to introduce my recurring guests. Chunky, welcome back. Thank you. Al, great to see you again. Great to be down here, 3066 Collingwood. And my name's Damo, Invalid Stout. No, what is it? Abbotsford Invalid Stout. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine drop indeed. I've got to say, it's a really actually refreshing drink. I haven't had it in 15 years. I loved it. It's not Has anyone viscous... had it in 15 years? <laughs> I, I actually drink it every drink winter. It? It's not a viscous, heavy yeah. uh, drop like a Guinness. It's like a normal beer. But it's like with, a Guinness light. It's got the flavour without the heaviness. I loved it. No, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm on them this winter. Our mission is to make Invalid Stout an official sponsor of Collingwood and Collingwood podcast. Maybe not an official, maybe the collar sponsor. <laughs> on the collar, yes. On the yes. collar, just on the collar. I think we can do bigger on the chest plate. Yes. Vizzy? Vizzy? I'm, I'm looking at Vizzy? Some, yeah, you know, some colluding. I don't know. I don't know if Vizzy's right for a Collingwood, is it? <laughs> I can't believe he's... Well, no, hang on. Vizzy. <laughs> no, no, that... Hey, Alex Wadslitz, is it? Who's on the board. Yeah, the... Um, One of our fellow yeah, power brokers. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, big, big power broker. He's the son of Pratt. Or the son I think in he law. was married, son wasn't he? Law? He was, but he's not anymore. Oh, I, think okay. he's, I think he's got a, a younger model. Well, nepotism doesn't job really done. work when it's in law, does it? No. Really. Um, I'm okay. pretty sure that... An astute investor, I believe. Is he, he, I think so. Yeah, I think he's made some quite savvy... I'm Absolutely. pretty sure we know when the podcast has made it, when we get invited to an Alex Wastelitz ball. <laughs> You're with the Collingwood in Collingwood podcast, the only podcast about Collingwood for Collingwood broadcast from Collingwood. I think we can say that. We can say that. This is Collingwood in Collingwood. Okay, Chunky, going to throw to you for the hot take. Thursday night's game, Collingwood versus Richmond. What was your takeout? I don't think you could get a better physical training run against quality opposition. That was textbook fitness. Are you saying it was a training run? That's pretty training drill. Pretty disrespectful to the old time. I like, That's it. What it, I was. like it, though. It, I was, like it. it was so disrespectful towards the It was lane the work, players. was it? Keeping, they, it was keepings off. It was. And the whole, imagine if you were the coaching and the conditioning staff, both of them, you'd be thinking, well, this is great. They've nailed in their skills. They've nailed in their fitness. There was no injuries. Great. And we smashed a real competitive side by what, 40? They, were, they gave up by the end of the game, I thought. They did. 
that last quarter they were like, all right, cool, let's just go home. And it, it was coming for a long time. I mean, early in the first quarter, there was a sense that we were on and because Richmond are a decent side, they were able to shore up against the kind of tidal wave to come. But eventually the damn wall was going to burst. I don't know how many metaphors I can put in one <laughs> sentence. We can cut a few out. It's okay. One of the big takeaways was the strategic success of Incredible. that kind of brand of football, not just in sections of the game, but throughout four quarters to switch. Absolutely. To, and keep on switching. Just hold it. And the bonehead Collingwood supporters behind me uh, who, uh. who always wanted the ball to be kicked long forward down mm. the guts. What, what are they wasting the bloody ball for? Mm. Stop <laughs> going backwards. Yeah. i tell you what, I get frustrated because it was a terrific display of patient, uh, skillful strategy to keep the ball off them and switch, open up the fat side, and, well, it worked. Well, I wasn't at the game, but I'm sure, yeah, and it would have looked very, visually it would have looked quite the spectacle, as you suggested, around the back and all that kind of thing, and it's quite hilarious when you hear all those comments in the stands, right? In the outer. But on the screen, it was beautiful. It was literally just a slow strangulation from where I was sitting. Uh, and I thought, if anything, let's say you're a coach and you're in the coaching box, you would have finished that game and you go, that was good. Yeah, if it was a stabbing, it wasn't one swipe to the jugular it was it was death by several cuts absolutely mm. and it was like that's that's what i i, I just that 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 angle work oh. the chopping the changing yep. the cutting the the forward thrust stood mm. out oh great. i mean i tell like that fencing. that yeah, is like fencing mm. that game plan holds up so top three who was your top three of the night i'm a big fan of the defensive stocks i thought darcy moore had a fantastic jlt series i thought he had a fantastic First game against Geelong, mm-hmm. yep. but I thought against Richmond, proved it. He built, he yep. built on, uh, and it's 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 the way he reads the ball. He jumps. His his yep. athleticism. Yeah. He's, he he's tasked with kicking out the ball, and I, I don't think he's done a he's put a foot wrong. I think no. he's taken Howe's mantle. He's taken um, Brother Maynard's mantle. Um, I just think he is calling it. Elite all Australian form at the Definitely. moment, and if he plays, if he plays like this for the rest of the season, I think he'll he'll go a big way to to, to determining the success of the success of the club this year. I think we're a much much better team with him oh, up and totally. up and running this mm. year than he's just got this exuberance. Um, he just looks like a player who's been given permission. Yep, mm. permission to express himself, permission Unleash. to to unleash, mm. use his role on the side for offense not just defense mm. and uh we look like a better side with him i feel like we're going to talk about more for the whole episode here um no but i do feel like he's he's almost three defenders in one at the moment i mean he's you kick out as you were saying mm. he's your one-on-one you know he'll take marks he'll run out he'll be he'll be every type of defender at this point he'll do he'll make some terrific spoils with his, oh, with the his spoils. closing speed That's that lasts 10 meters the the darcy moore spoil which is a 30 40 meter punch is is massive is art that's art form as a defender that that streaming running punch out of the defender's hand and i think the reason why he's so good at it is he he beats the he beats the forward to the ball exactly so he probably should be marking some of those True. things but his 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 final closing pace is seven move. eight yeah. ten yards mm. he he'll if he's behind he'll get in front if he's in front he'll he'll snatch he's oh, spring he's spring just, in his step 
I suppose that's... He's a gazelle, isn't he? Absolute gazelle. All right, I'm calling it now. Chunky is calling it. All the strain. Oh. Definitely. Well, I think I just called it, didn't I? You did earlier, and I've re Can we all call it? Yeah. I'm <laughs> calling it on, on already... I think if Al calls it, <laughs> yeah. we're... we're... Well, look, the elephant in the room uh, is his ability to stay on the park. I mean, I totally agree. Yeah, if, we, yeah. if we've got Darcy Moore for 23 weeks, or however many weeks there are leading into the finals, I mean, it's a huge asset. Absolutely. But he hasn't proved in recent years his ability mm. to stay on the park. So I think that all Australian, maybe premature, but mm. God, I'm hoping you're right. You're right. I mean, this is the first time he's played two games in a row in yes. four years. So, yeah. And we're jumping right on it. It helps, yeah. yep. <laughs> I think there's one more in your top three. So, so Chunky, over to you. Who's your so who's the, the top third? three? I'm, I'm too hard a mark on him, but you've got to put him in. Snakehead. Oh, yeah. Oh, the thick-headed snake. The thick-headed snake. Jordania. Oh, yeah. Was, he should have had maybe eight goals, I thought. Well, I think if you're not on board right now, you should uh, seriously think about getting a ticket because I reckon I think uh, off the off the back of his last three, four, well, basically a season right now. Um, this is this is Winks like this is Winks on his second or third right. trot. Uh, Winks is a female, is it? Which we were on her trot. Oh, what? Winks. Absolutely Do we know no, the sex of just, Winks? I just want to say one more thing about Jordan. When we refer to him as the thick-head snake, mm-hmm. mm. it's become a bit of a thing mm. yeah. in mm. Collingwood and Collingwood. I like you guys introduced it to me. I like it. It's because good looks don't make a superstar, and no. he's he's got a funny head. Uh, and we think he looks like Copy. one of the... You've got normal snakes that are slender and yeah. smooth, yeah. like a Bontempelli. Yeah. But then you got the thick-head snake. You know the ones. They're usually in the desert. Mm. And death they've got a fat neck. Yeah. Copperhead. Yeah, and they yeah. are they're in my nightmares. Yeah. I tell you what, JDG is in some opposition fans' nightmares and opposition defenders' nightmares yeah. at the moment because he's a superstar. <laughs> well, I think we can go on record on that. Okay, so now we're going to talk about sponsorships. So we want to talk about the uh, history of sponsorships of the Collingwood Football Club. The good, the bad, the ugly. There hasn't been too many ugly, I don't think. Oh, there's a few ugly. There's a few ugly. Okay, so we might unearth a few ugly. So, Chunky, when you think about sponsorships of the Collingwood Football Club, how far do you go back? What do you think of? Give us some names. Uh, Skips bins, I'm not as familiar with. Mini skips? Mini skips, I should say. (laughs) Sounds like I do like it, but I was, you know, Spice's paper brings back beautiful memories. The paper itself or the sponsorship? Like yeah. 45 All GSM? reams of paper really boiled yeah. my potato chips. The club founded on they paper. Re- they really lost out to Reflex, didn't they? They did. Because what spices, happened? you'd think Spices could have got right into the modern day office works, but now it's just bloody Reflex. They were late in opening up a Chinese factory, I think. They missed oh, the, no, the revolution. Because their factory was on... The extension, Sydney Road, wasn't it? Was it? It's still there. One of the signs is still there. It's faded away and you're like, oh. I was saying to Damo that in my memory, we there's not that many sponsors that I can think of for Collingwood mm. because Collingwood's a lucrative contract. Mm. So they stick around. Mm. Locked in. Except for automobiles. We're kind of slutty when it comes to our cars, aren't oh, yeah. we? Because we've had, we're, we're, with, we're in bed with Holden, which is great. We love yep. Holden. Love Fantastic Last, car. the bastion of Australian The bastion vehicles. of Australian yeah. motor vehicles. We started up with Lexus. We had, I think, uh, I think we had. Did we have Volvo at one stage? Maybe that was on Malt House. We were getting all aspirational. Ooh, we were. Right. We thought we did. I think that's so true. I forget he was on a carousel, swiveling around with a bunch of smoke, wasn't he? When he was <laughs> unveiled, <laughs> he did unveil the new the new Volvo Safety First. 
Yeah, it was in the mid two thousands. We've also we've skipped around a little bit with the old telecommunications industry. We had Crazy Johns. I think Crazy Johns was a sponsor of everyone yes. back in the uh, bankrupt. Is that right? I think he crazy. Passed. Yeah, yeah. I think or is that Crazy Ron? I don't know. No, no, no. It's a bit of crazy accounting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those Nokia handsets, though. Yep. I mean, they they moved those. Then we yeah we did move into Primus. Yeah, short lived. We had Viatel um, for a game. Do you remember oh, Viatel? Ah, you're right. So Viatel was a was uh, around when Tarrant was up and running. I think it was telco. like it was ninety nine or ninety eight. If you if you're listening to this, you can you can call in. But we had Viatel on our jumpers, Great and then they went bankrupt, and we we had to replace them. I think we replaced them with maybe it was the TAC. I'm not sure, but mm. that definitely was a um, was a situation. Right, and then we got the TAC, and then was it John Anthony that drank drove and it. Uh, wipe off five. And then they... Wiped off five million, yeah. basically. Look, I, I love... Anthony was great. I just know that in, I, in the the pecking order, in the totem pole of Collingwood, if he did something wrong, they definitely let him know about it. If Tarrant or Dan Swan did yes. something wrong, it's okay. Mulhouse was... I don't think they ever did anything wrong going <laughs> by the annals of history, did they? I don't think anything's written down in, in Spice's paper. That's true. Mulhouse was open about... Good players oh, not getting the same punishment famous. as fringe players, which was kind of in today's context sounds astounding. But I remember he didn't want to uh, suspend, I think it was Jono and Taz mm. having brawl in Port Melbourne. Mm. Yep. St Kilda, I think it was. But Maybe yeah. he did. Yep. And I love the pragmatism. Mm. If hey, they, it if makes they were sense. average players, mm. oh, they're out of here. Mm. But isn't that, isn't that a good carrot for young, struggling players? Get get up to elite level, with that, and step. and it's game on because they don't give a shit about you if you're not. No, right? no, I think that's great. I think that yeah. lifts the lower band up to to greatness. Unless you make a misstep. Yeah. So Unless all you, you morons that are not drinking, not doing all these fun things as a younger, as a great, or you maybe plant elite based athletes, forget it. Mm. We'll bring it back to sponsorship. I've got a little quiz for you fellas. Okay, ready. All right, so I'm going to say the sponsor. You're going to give me the team. Right. Okay. Quit. Sydney. No, Fitzroy. Fitzroy. Fitzroy Lions. Sorry, I was thinking of Paul Ruse. Speed kills. Bombers. Richmond. Bombers. Oh. Wipe off five. Richmond. Oh, the Mighty Maggies in the uh, early 2000s. Hyundai. Carlton. Camry. Crows. Adelaide. Mazda. North Melbourne. Ford. Geelong. Jeep. Richmond. Richmond. Goldwyn. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that a car? Or is, is that, that a VFL? Sort of, is, is that, that a that's penny VFL. farthing? Some clubs don't have the oh, cachet that... to attract a big sponsor. I mean, this is something we've talked about. That reminds me, yeah. That, that, that does ring bells. It, re- it remind, takes me back to the 2010 AFL Grand Final. Mm. I, reckon there was a, I reckon there was a couple of Geldwyn... You didn't see a lot of it, but I reckon there was a couple of players with a gelled one on their shirt that day. See, my What's theory... a gel one? I don't even know what a gel one is. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Do you know the answer to this? I'm pretty sure it's, it's a shower screen. That's the thing. Is I my theory ah. is that some clubs who can't get sponsors, so Gilda, they make up. They have to make up a sponsor name, and they do something <laughs> weird. I mean, yeah. Who knows what Geldrin is? I, I reckon it was the. Um, I reckon it was the wife of a player. It was a, like she was doing knitwear or. She'd launched her new dog wash. Yeah. And I reckon they'll just... <laughs> get Jenny in here. All right. Look, we need to make something up quick. Just get Jenny in here. Gone are the days of the Philip Morris. Ah. Plugger the... with a big Philip Morris crest. 
What the oh, cigarette? The cigarette coming. Yeah. Which is still out in uh, what Moorabbin. Moorabbin. Yeah. Have you driven past it? It's like driving past death. It's it's is like it? there's a feel, there's but a it's like driving past death feel. in the seventies. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly because really, the building is old school. It's, it's down like you near know, Cochrane's Road and like yep. you know down Mar- and Moorabbin itself is like driving through the seventies. It's not still operational, is it? It's very true. It's their offices. Oh yeah, it's big time. Well, they don't produce tobacco there, do they? Oh, they love it. <laughs> do you remember um, the song? Here we go, here we go, Camry Crows. Here we go, here we go, Camry Crows. I think it was round one. Camry Crows. Camry Crows. The third Counting years. Crows. Camry Counting Crows. crows. Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Yeah. <laughs> Star Athletics. Oh, that was. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Let's, that let's, a, let's no, pause. I think that was a collar sponsor. More so. No, merch. Star Athletic was. I think that was Pert's idea, mm. and I think that we so we were bad with. Idea. Yeah, it was a bad idea, and it's no longer around. Uh, Adidas primary apparel sponsor. Yep. And I think Pert thought, well, no, we, we can have some of this. We can do what we want. We can we can do a bit of this. So Is that a subsidiary of the club. So yep. that yes, so they launched Star Athletics, which was actually. The company behind Star Athletics was the promotions factory in Paran, who mm. did pens and and crap. widgets and crap, just novelty shit. Launched oh. launched Star Athletic wasn't a great wasn't a great period for the club. No. We, you know you we, don't. We've got see... a fifty thousand dollar budget. We can take on the tech wear of Adidas and Nike, or what working mm. with five hundred million. A billion. Who, who would you like to see on the jumper? Mm. Which which athletics company? You mean the garment. Producer? Well, wearing the jumper. Who, who would you like to produce Collingwood jumpers? Who do you think is well, we've the... we've always had an association with the Italian garment world. I would love Xenia. I'm a big fan of Xenia. Oh, Xenia. That's love a step Zenia. up. That's it's a step up. Gucci? Gucci's hot. What about... Yeah, we mentioned the... Hermes on the yeah. last... Those those yeah. who so, tune into the podcast yeah. will know we mentioned Hermes. I pronounce it. Hermes. 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 Yeah. Hermes. Yeah. Hermes. I think um, that we landed... That would be a game show. If we landed Hermes sponsorship, Beautiful. it would also take us into new markets. I mean, we could what, do the shorts is, with the belt buckle. The Sean's Elysees on Grand Final Day. Oh, I can mm. right now. Man's sponsorship. Love it. Louis Vuitton. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Yeah, you know. I think why aim? Why like why are we thinking athletics? Yeah, why we're so agree. fucking domestic. We're so domestic. Just you know, beautiful. AFL. Oh, like, I just want cashmere. We're here today to get to the bottom of a very serious occurrence right. in uh, in Victoria. I don't know mm. if you read about this in the papers, but uh, this is the disappearance of Braden Sire. Ooh. Last seen, Jollymont, late September, was mm. it? Yes. Yeah. Remember that over-the-head handball he did? Oh, the final? never he, forget. He's elite handball. Oh, But where's he gone? He's a truffle pig, so he gets in. He, mm. he wins the ball and then, you know, think of the ball as, as a truffle. As and a, then the keeper smacks him over the head before he consumes the ball. That's how mm. much he's... Oh, uh, yes. And then the ball is then distributed and sold for massive profit. But my point is... <laughs> so if he's a truffle pig, mm, what kind of pig is Levi? Well, they got rid of pigs uh, in the truffle game because the uh, pigs were consuming all of the truffles and they oh, replaced really? them with uh, hounds. Oh, yes. So I would say that Levi Greenwood is the, uh, is the truffle hound. We're missing Taylor Adams, who's got a finger injury. Ooh. And so we looked for a like player for who like, could come in and mm. do that in and under role yeah. to get the ball. Because in week one against the Cats, it seemed like we had a lot of outside class, not a lot of inside grunt. Yeah. So Braden Sire, where, Sire. The, where the hell is he? Let's speculate for a second. What's he done? Uh, obviously, 
it's a club in imposed suspension. Yep. They're, they're they're very tight lipped. He's he's done something. Like no, he's... look, I think it's two things. I think he came back post Christmas, little shabby, fat. No, I don't know about just you know he had a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the skin had falls, a few truffles. Maybe, you know, mucked around, and then got a little angry. <laughs> and had a blow up at, at training okay. and the powers of B said look mate you got to prove yourself back into the group so you're saying day one pre-season no I'm not saying day one back. I think He's it may have been fat and angry <laughs> so I came oh. back fat and angry I think the group has had a nudge into him and he's flipped out. Oh, leading teams. So. Leading teams, yeah. yeah. And he's flipped out in response, and they said, you've got to earn the trust back, and it's going to be a while to get back in. I'm, I'm willing them. to bet money on that. So is that a... Yeah, maybe is, it's that. Is that a, an actual rumour, or is that a chunky hypothesis? Fact. <laughs> well... Came back fat and angry. All right, well, that's pretty conclusive. You, know, you knew my, my Lynch rumour was lock of the week. Lynch is locked in at Collingwood. Yes. We saw, yeah, we've had a few of them. <laughs> well, we did get Quentin Lynch, so... Yeah, was, you know, <laughs> and wasn't he good? <laughs> good snap of the ball. Great snap kick. Quentin. One finger. What's that Run DMC rap? She call me sire. I mean, the guy has got credit in the bank after the last half of last year, right? Yeah, I, I, th- I thought he was a certain star. Same. I think come, you come back a little bit... You know, I mean, I don't think he had the best lead up. No. Penelbury put him in a headlock and said, we're working together. So maybe he had the, um, so maybe you know, with Dugowie. the brain's trust or the, you know, the inner sanctum giving him the little escalator. Dugowie. Where Yeah, exactly. Sire, you know, for all his great work. I mean, and did you guys read that article in the, the Age last year? I mean, the guy was sucking down slabs before, you know, breakfast was ready. He liked a beer. Derek Hine picked him as an absolute nugget in the rough. Smokey. Absolute smokey. Smokey in the bandit. Um, what did he see in him? Obviously saw what he always Holy sees slicker. in people, which is magic. Mm, yeah. We love Derek Hine. Uh, we are a fan of Derek Hine on this uh, podcast. In Hine we, we trust. trust. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think he saw someone that is big-bodied with a bit of work can work. Ready to go. He saw he saw someone ready-made for AFL football. But he saw someone who was not exposed to the elite system that's required in footballers trying to make the AFL in 2019. Just There's more dedication associated even three years ago than it is now. I mean, you have to be so, so focused now. So um, what you're saying is after one good season, Braden Sire went back to old... Habits. I agree. Habits yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, like he's, he's got some situations and he needs to rectify them if he wants to play at the elite level. I would say if you're, if you're out there and you're listening to this, Braden, get in touch Definitely. with someone. Look, just Let him know you're all right. Just, just tell just, him where you are. Mm. I, I saw a bit There's of a lot of people that care for you that have, have your number on the back, so just, you know. Milk cutting boy. Not to get too dark. Not to get too dark, but, you know. We've got a half time. Who am I? challenge uh, at games and uh, is Braden going to be a halftime who am I in 10 years the well, bloke who not. played a handful of games oh, and you've hate almost that. forgotten I'd hate that I hope not I didn't get it we didn't even get it we barely got an entree 
He's had a few mains. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about the game this week. Uh, Collingwood versus West Coast. Chunky, Ooh. thoughts on the, uh, on, on the game? Well, my first thing is this, licenseless. Hashtag, hashtag licenseless. <laughs> hashtag licenseless. Uh, he's been killing it for Port, and he, I think he's an amazing player. I think without him, they're going to struggle. I also noticed some player they had in the back line, some moron kid, who's <laughs> phantoming or pan- pantomiming. Is that another way of word? I don't know. Whatever it is, a lot of banging on the leg, on the knee particularly. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do because they've got no backman. I love it how like. You're dissecting the reigning premier by saying that the Ruckman, who no one knew his name a year ago, is going to be a massive problem for him. Huge. And some guy who you don't know the name of has band- bandaging <laughs> on, on his, his leg. It's well, not as uh, rosy as some might be led uh, to believe. Is that what you think finished. over in the West? They're finished. Andrew Gaff returning after a fairly uh, Braden Sire-like exodus. Sabbatical to come back to uh, a midfield who amassed well five of them amassed thirty plus possessions in their last game well oiled well drilled I mean if that is not an introduction into uh, into the uh, the coal face oh yeah the thermos of AFL football he's good though. Do oh look, I'm not shit canning like your mattress what you your, your bloke who's running out of the back line that you can't name <laughs> I'm not saying that. But I mean, I'm saying no, I agree. Does it uh, he'd want to be very good. He'd want to be very good very to good come point, up against that, very good that midfield. Does Gaff get sledged? I think he. Yeah, I think if there was a sledge, it would be missing out on the um, on the uh, premiership. I think that's a. I think that's a valid sledge. Mm. Here's my question: Grand final rematch. What do you want to see from Collingwood that's different from the grand final? Chunky revenge. You just want to win. Ah, uh, look, I want to see. Well, the only reason we lost the grand final mm. is three things. Yep. We lost the grand final because we'd played... <laughs> the only that. thing... The only reason we lost the grand final is three things. A, Give us was, one. Just physically, if you play more running, if you run more than that person, they get a week off, then you're tired and they're not. So that whole game, we'd always start each quarter well and then we'd fade because we weren't... Our bodies were exhausted. Collingwood would have won that game if we'd had the amount of rest the West Coast had had. That's a fact. Okay, so I know it's an excuse. The second one is this. The amount of injuries we had all year, they say a lot. And I know I'm running it. But, you know, everyone knows. If anyone who's a normal supporter that follows sport would say, yeah, Collingwood got absolutely reamed with injuries last year. Mm. Mm. And that's... It wasn't great. It kept going. The third one is there was a free kick that wasn't paid. And that's the only reason that West Coast won the game. Okay. I, I'm going <laughs> to... I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing how West Coast's tall forwards perform with Roughhead and Moore. Yeah. Mm. That, for me, was the difference last year. Yeah, sure. And I think they become less of a uh, scary, formidable opposition Weak. when you have... Two of the premier tall backmen mm-hmm. in the peak form. I, I can't. I, I can't wait to see a. Um, can't wait to see a hobbling Kennedy take on a a, a, a virile 
stallion in more. Oh, I like it. I mean, oh, geez, he'd want a, he'd want a quarter zone in each knee because oh, he's going to need yes. it. But I'd also like to see some of our old heads oh, yeah. mm. get some revenge. And I'm revenge. talking about Steele. Yeah. And I'm talking about Scott. Yeah. And I think, and I'm talking about Dane, who wasn't there. So but he would have felt it. If our wise heads um, can get our midfield right on top, it will balance out the deficit we face in the air together with our increased assets uh, in terms of talls. Look, it's an interesting game in the sense that this is a running man's game. There's a lot of good runners at West Coast, a lot of good runners at Collingwood, and this is round three, good pre-seasons both sides. I'd love to see the amount of kilometres covered on both sides and good clean kilometres too, whatever that means. How important is the, co- is the Cox decision, which has been made? Massive. Fantastic decision, I think we all agree. Last week against Richmond, we saw a kick mark game. Not dissimilar to a West Coast-style strategy. Do they take that same approach this week, and does it bring success? Different game, different club, different game plan. Different time slot. Better mean grand final, we kept on kicking it back to them. You got the McGovern's. The I think we can, ex- we can expose their back line far more than we could have exposed Richmond's. Look, that kid with the, the game knee who's got the bandages on it, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Prediction, how many points? Collingwood by over 39. Damo, what's your tip? 18, I think. I think we just, we won't, we don't need to do too much. 18's enough. Collingwood by 29. The form that we've just run into after Richmond. We are talking morale. There's a, you know, there's a roof. We just smash through it. Oh, yeah. This is the next step. Well, it's a tantalising prospect, and I think that wraps it up for another episode of Collingwood in Collingwood podcast. Chunky, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Al, always a pleasure. Shout out to our friend Turbo, who's at Bangkok Airport at the moment. It's been the Collingwood in Collingwood podcast. Hit us up on our socials, Instagram, at Collingwood in Collingwood. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening.